0: This episode of Bonfireside Chat is brought to you by all of our lovely patrons at uh, patreon.com forward slash DuckFeedTV. Uh, they are fantastic. Uh, we talked a lot about in these last couple episodes about how one of them actually, uh, you know, helped us find this the guest for these episodes. Um, you know, our community is really engaged and uh, and really, really wonderful. And that is the Patreon you know one way or another yes that financially benefits us we get to pay rent from it um it is the primary way of supporting but it is also your number one way to get into that community so if you want to do that you can join our slack channel it is a great message board i've uh, got I think, nearly 800 people uh there at this point um you can join that and you know talk about dark souls talk about whatever you like and it is a really really good place uh that you want to be part of um you know and and uh if that's not true, you know, if you just want to support us, that's also a great thing you can do. So, again, that's patreon.com forward slash TV. Thank you very much, and happy holidays.
1: Some of our landings were desperate adventures. We are now prepared to meet the inevitable counterattacks with power and with confidence.
0: My name is Gary Butterfield. My name is Cole Ross. And you're listening to Bonfireside Fireside Chat. It is a, a, I don't know, pushing what, like 5 hour favorite. Uh by the end of this maybe. Yeah. it, it is a uh it is a long podcast. <laughs> and, and we're here to uh you know, to uh to read your responses to the Ashes of Ariandel, uh yeah. DLC. Uh,
1: uh, uh huge thanks to uh to to, to Dave Riley for uh, for sticking around uh, into that unplanned two part episode. Uh tremendous of him to volunteer time like that.
0: What a sport! Yeah, yeah that, that's awesome. And and uh, there'll be uh, things in the show notes for those episodes where you can check him out and support him, as well. We really recommend uh, you do it. But we're not sadists, so we let him go. <laughs> um, however, we will rise again, such as our curse. Um, for I'm, I'm just I use that such as our curse thing to be a cute Dark Souls thing, not mm-hmm. to say that this is somehow curse like. Right. right. Um, I'm looking forward to reading this because uh, it is a divisive uh, DLC. Yep. And we're gonna go ahead and read your responses. I'm gonna get a start here with Tom. Tom says via contact. My wife and I recently had a second baby. So my quote unquote first run of Ashes involved watching Lobos Jr.'s blind playthrough video. Hey, you got to take what you can get when you're drowning in diapers. Puke and (laughs) joy. Congratulations, Um, Tom, by the way. Yeah, absolutely. Congratulations. Uh, What surprised me most was the lore. Perhaps it was because you guys had set my expectations low, but I wasn't that bummed when it did very little with the main story threads. Instead, I found myself pondering our rot versus fire theme and what from might have meant by it. Maybe it's about old age, I thought. Perhaps it's about the pain of watching a once vibrant, uh, once vibrant relatives fade away in front of you. Something I've experienced with my grandfather when I was younger. What if uh, you could do something? Would it be better for everyone? Perhaps the fact that one of the people who needs uh, euthanizing is father, Ariandel, is a tell. Or maybe not. But then I thought, maybe this is Dark Souls being self-referential again. Maybe this is from saying, we can't just keep going on like this. Dark Souls is still here, but it is rotting and falling apart in front of us under the weight of so many years of baggage and unrelenting expectation. Maybe from uh, is saying it would be better to burn it all down in one final blaze of glory. In other words, maybe the secret message behind the ashes of Iriandell is simple. DLC two hype?
1: <laughs> um, <laughs> and I'm going to put a marker here. Can you please put in some air horns? Something no, along see. the lines of... <laughs> bah,
0: bah, bah. I, uh, that's very funny. <laughs> um,
1: yeah. Um. So it's... Uh, I'm very reluctant. It's not that the, the the that those reads are not valid. I'm very reluctant to go meta-textural with it, just because I don't know anything short of something like Metal Gear Solid Four, where we know it was made under protest. Mm-hmm. You know, like like for this, it just I I, I don't know. It just it's, something about that rings hollow to me.
0: It just it just it is a a bad faith approach. Yeah. Not and that sounds damning, but I don't mean it to be damning. Like the idea that the, they're making the game, but they're secretly crying for help. Like that, I think that's what clings about it. I do wonder about that. I think that this, um, you know, me. I don't think this is really necessarily about Souls. Uh, partly because in interviews and stuff, like there's the there's the half of From that is like there's nothing wrong with boys. It's working exactly as intended. <laughs> uh, but there's also the half uh, that is very like open about stuff. So like when you read the design works interviews in Dark Souls Two, like they're so candid about. The problems it had yeah you know like there's a part of them that's very candid and i feel like if this if that was if they were disappointed in dark souls 3 there would be some clue about it yeah. you know um so that's kind of what leans me to think you know that um i think that the old age thing like that's a theme that could be present here but is also kind of just you know present in in souls games
1: yeah i you mean know, dementia too, is, a, is
0: yeah. a running theme yeah in these games, like the idea of something once being beautiful, is it better to let it go or mm-hmm. keep trying to go through the motions? You know, that is a, a, a resonant evergreen theme.
1: Yeah. And, you know, so much of the rot versus flame thing is so on the nose about this that mm-hmm. it feels like they're very clear and, you know, upfront about what it means. You know, the actual fabric of this world is rotten because it's yeah. been around for too long and been refreshed too many times you know yeah <laughs> like and saying that okay yes i can i can see where it comes from but like you know i meta text is great but there's so much actual text to like take shelter on under here you know
0: yeah yeah so it definitely could be but it, it's a, it doesn't you know it, it it's a fine interpretation that may or may not be true
1: yeah so uh and just doesn't work for us personally you know uh, yeah um, again that that personal angle cannot be overstated enough Absolutely. Um, Jaden writes, given past experience with Dark Souls DLC, tending to have some of the strongest content in each entry. I allowed myself to build up a small amount of anticipation for Ashes of Ariandel. About 30 minutes into the DLC, after making my way past the first group of Corvians, wallowing in the muck and engaging the armored mega Corvian, I started to have my first worries that the the DLC's mission statement would be all uh, all too similar to the uh, ones that I got from the main game. That being, hey, Dark Souls 1 was great, wasn't it? And harder means better, right? On making my way through to the end, after fighting past waves of non-stunnable Smashulon Supremes, many sifs and Frida uh, on the 12th or so try, my only takeaway was sadly, yep, that sure was more Dark Souls 3. So far, this is the only DLC on a Souls title uh, yet that I can't even see myself revisiting. Six out of ten won't play again. Yeah, I more or less feel pretty similar to that. Yeah.
0: Um. You know, the Dark Souls, weirdly enough, uh, one of the things that uh, I've talked about before is I was expecting a, the callback stuff to be a little worse. Mm-hmm. And that's how expectations, like, get you, yeah. you know? So, like, I, I was expecting to come out of this, and you could be, you know, reasonably think, like, I was going to come out of this furious about the callbacks. I really wasn't, because I was expecting it to be even more shameless than it turned out to be. Yeah. Like, it actually ends up being very similar to the balance of the main game between new stuff and... Old stuff.
1: Yeah. You know, um, or
0: and, and like new stuff that is reasonably references old stuff. Like mm-hmm. someone painting over the actual painting with blood yeah. to make a new world. That's great. Yeah. It's, like that,
1: that's a callback that works. And we're very gentle. We're very kind or, you know, c- cast a softer eye toward the kind of callback that is architectural or thematic. Yes you know as yes. opposed to you know like okay literally. so 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 sif doesn't work sif over top of a grave doesn't work but like fighting this pyromancer on top of a tower that is you know probably literally just the priscilla's tower that's that's fine to me that's kind of yeah that's that's fine yeah. you
0: know the 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 sif thing doesn't work but the painting stuff generally does right you know so there i was surprised that i wasn't you know i wasn't more cranky about it um not that it was like you know necessarily i'd still would have rather like a Something that actually related to the new stuff of the main game, Mm -hmm. you know, that was like totally new rather than having any Dark Souls one callback stuff. But case like that, I've I've resented, (laughs) resigned myself to not getting that. Like that will not be something that I get in this lifetime. (laughs) Um, Doug says, uh, by conduct, I've decidedly mixed feelings about the DLC. Bloodborne's DLC set the bar extremely high. And I think objectively, Ashes of Ariadne did not hit the mark. But it seems the internet at large is quick to conclude that if something isn't the best ever, it may be the worst ever. Yes, Ashes of Ariandel did not do what most of us wanted it to do in terms of lore or bosses, but I asked myself, did I have a good time playing it? And the answer is yes. In fact, there's a lot to like here. The Corvian Settlement was one of my favorite areas in all of Dark Souls 3. That zone, combined with the Chamber of Flies, did more than most locations in the game to convey the sense of entropy and rot that should come with a world on the brink of collapse. As for the insanely difficult end boss, I had to bring in two Sunbros and and, uh, Gale, and still barely managed to beat him uh, with my last Ember. Does that make the fight a bad one? If the game provides mechanics for jolly cooperation, it's not necessarily a sin to create a boss that encourages the player to use them. Those group melees were really enjoyable experiences. After all, uh, the soul design ethic is generally that if a particular tactic isn't working, it will likely never work and another should be tried. Why shouldn't that apply in this context as well? Yes, it might be a crazy uphill battle to drain uh, those three health bars all uh, by yourself, but I don't think that's necessarily the best metric to judge a boss. Uh, it's true everyone is hoping that Krusty would arrive to tie the story together, and that certainly is not what happened. Nor does the DLC tell much of a complete short story, a separate short story on its own. But I still think there's enough there to conclude that it's a worthy add-on to the game, even if it does not fulfill every dream that was wished for by the fan community.
1: Yeah, I think so. I, I agree. There, There is a tendency to say if it's not the best ever, it's the worst ever. We are applying a double standard here, but the curve cuts both ways. Yes, you know it it, it. it definitely does, and and so, you know, I, the, there there are things that you say that I that, that, that I agree. With. The Corvian settle, settlement is is very good. The thematic, you know, kind of presentation of the rot and entropy is is, is good. You know, we we don't need to re, to relitigate a discussion that we've been having since the beginning of the series, really, which is okay. Is summoning something that is built into the base, or is it the easy mode? Like Gary, like you discussed, we we got a lot of that in the previous episode. I think where 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 it bums me out is the the opacity of information, and you know, in insofar as like, oh, you, it doesn't feel like there is really an opportunity to to to, to beat that boss fight in one go when that kind of has always been the case before. No, you know. There's no way mm-hmm. going into this, you know, uh, unspoiled to know that there's, you know, there, there, there are going to be three health bars you have to deal with. Right. And I think that is, that, that, that's too much for me.
0: The surprise part is a thing, yep. you know? So like, I, I'm, I'm with you in that. And it's also something where like, for me it is, and I, I mentioned this, in the episode, but it bears repeating is that like, uh, to your point that like, it doesn't necessarily make it bad that you have to summon for it mm-hmm. or that it's strongly encouraged you, it doesn't make it bad, but it also can be missing something, mm-hmm. right? Like that's a very different experience uh, for me. I personally have never had a, I don't have a problem beating a, a boss with a summon with the exception of uh, bloodborne defiled chalice dungeons where you can bring a summon. Um, for the most part, if I can bring somebody with me, most of the bosses become a piece of cake
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, because it's very easy to manipulate their AI in those situations. And these, you know, these are humanoid bosses you can literally backstab, yeah. you know. Uh, so for me, uh, it's similar to kind of your grander point about it being the best or the worst uh, thing is that it's, you know, it's in the middle. Like, yes, it doesn't make it the worst that you have to summon, but it does impact it, yeah. you know. And just because Ash's doesn't didn't do everything we wanted to do it, it's more than disappointment that makes it kind of mediocre. Yeah. You know, it's not just that. Like looking at it you know, it's not just like, I liked the things you're talking about too. Like I liked the Corvian village. Uh, I liked fighting uh, some of the enemies, but as detailed painstakingly in the episode, most of the enemies I didn't think were very fun to fight. Most of the areas I didn't think were very interesting. Like most of the actual geography. Uh, So, you know, it's kind of pretty, but not that fun to move through or fun to move through, but we've seen a lot of villages uh, in this game. Like, There are objective markers. Something can be at like a C minus. Yeah. You know, so in that point, I'm agreeing with you. It doesn't have to be an F or an A. Yeah. But like a C minus is some, you know, is probably where this is at. Like, yeah, this is a a, a thoroughly average kind of thing.
1: Stripping expectation away from this isn't a panacea.
0: Yes. Like it doesn't, it's not, it doesn't shunt it into a high category because it's not automatically in a low category.
1: Yeah. You know, so. But I appreciate yeah. the thoughtful the thoughtful response.
0: One hundred percent. Like, yeah. and I do think that there is a contingent out there that is just judging this on a curve. It's this mm-hmm. uh, this weird thing that fails on a curve and on its own. Yeah. You know, for me. But mm-hmm. if, you know, if you had fun playing it, and, you know, I can't take that away if I wanted to. You mm-hmm. know, it's not a.
1: And you don't want to. Between
0: literally. I don't want to. Yeah, it's between you and the game. Like, my point is not. To, to make this worse for other people. My point is, like, my only, you know, as a, as somebody who is critical of games or critical of the series, my I'm doing my job if I'm being honest about the work, yeah. my feelings about the work, and that's all I've ever done mm-hmm. uh, about this game, so.
1: Yep, and uh, in case it needs to be said, we don't gain from being down yes. on this game.
0: Yeah, we we probably lose from it, so it is, uh, anywho, uh, yeah. Yeah,
1: um, Harley, thank yes, thank you. <clears throat> Harley writes, this DLC tells us nothing interesting about the nature of paintings and seems to misunderstand the purpose of the original painting in Dark Souls 1. The painted world of Ariandel wasn't just a refuge for the forlorn. It was a prison, a place to hide occult knowledge. Uh, it existed for political reasons, to isolate the gravest threats of the gods. By comparison, the painted world of Ariandel has no real connection to Dark Souls 3's uh, movers and shakers, save for the thrown-in revelation that Pontiff Sullivan was born here it leaves one of the uh, at least one with the impression that this DLC exists solely for fan service purposes, uh, which this already fan servicey game simply does not need. No,
0: thank you for me at the point about the prison
1: versus yeah. Poor Lauren thing. Yeah, like, because It's the that, first
0: time man. I've seen that outside of my brain. So <laughs> that's, I really appreciate you bringing that up. Cause like
1: <laughs> I had it too, man. It's, it's fine. I got,
0: it's no, it's, it's, it's nice. It's good to hear that. I'm not alone. Cause it's really, you know, cause as, 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 with the podcasts and stuff, like I subscribe to, you know, maybe a dozen Dark Souls loristers and I, mm-hmm. I look at the like I hate being on Reddit, but I look at the Reddit <laughs> because it's like, Man. you know, that's it's the my, you know part of my job, and because I am interested in this, and just nobody was bringing that up. Like everyone just yeah. like, this is the new, this is what they are. It's forlorn. It's, no, it's a prison.
1: I'm happy you do um, that because I don't because I don't want to plagiarize anybody. I don't want to unintentionally do it. Yeah,
0: Well, yeah. I mean there, there's a there's an aspect of like because even with the responses and stuff we get. Yeah. You know, like plagiarism in, the, in in a shared work or something like this. Like, I don't think that's really a thing. Yeah. You know, it's always going to be a synthesis of ideas. I'm, I'm always happy if somebody tells me something I didn't consider. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, this is me. Yeah. Um, Robert says via contact. No, it's okay. Um. Although I found ashes very all disappointing, I do have to give from points for creating the most pathetic enemy I've ever seen in a video game, the baby bird people. When I first found the swamp surrounding the settlement, I was taken aback by these feeble monstrosities, their oversized head and eyes, their too long necks, the vomit attack, and the fact that uh, many of them could only crawl at you made these uh, so unnerving and pathetic. They were like the enemy equivalent of the sloth guy from Seven. I promptly decided that I needed to put these things out of their misery and struck down everyone that I could find. That, more than anything, proves me that burning could only improve this world. Screw Free Day for being uh, so hard that I may not even get a chance to cleanse the bastard's curse.
1: Yeah. Baby birds are gross. Most Baby birds uh, are
0: very disgusting.
1: <laughs> yeah, there, there, there's, a, there, there, there's a word for it, but like, you know, most mammals, when they're born, they're kind of a little bit self-sufficient. You know, they think they can get up and walk around um or mm-hmm. you know at, at least very quickly you know, like a like a baby kitten's not good for yeah, much they do that shit like
0: right away yeah
1: yeah you know like a uh, giraffe's they have to get up and you know knock their knees and and go ahead like baby That's birds good. no they like there's a, a specific type of type of animal where their infants are helpless humans yeah. included too but like the <laughs> birds don't come with that attendant cuteness and so they have had they, they have tapped into this idea of this horrible horrible young animal that looks kind of like it's made of goo surrounded by a membrane
0: yeah <laughs> They're, they look inside out yeah yeah you know some They're, cases uh, they literally are it's uh in, the, in these ones uh <laughs> the yeah that is super effective yeah um, something that too, that you're probably about, uh, that's interesting. And we talked about this a little bit during the episode and we don't have time for like a long examination, but the idea of like whether this world deserves to be saved or something gives me so much like such demon souls. Yeah. Kind of flashback stuff. And we, we brought that up a little bit, the parallel here, but and that's what it seems like. Yeah. And I don't know it for me, when that ends up being the, the choice, like burn it all down or <laughs> keep it going other than maybe dark souls one, like, I usually think burn it all down is the choice.
1: Yeah. Well, this is a strange inversion where introducing flame actually um will burn this world down but um create a new one to go to. So like yeah. burn it all down in this case. Like you you would have more 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 empathy with the rotting kind of side of it. Like okay, well like, this is going to prolong and then eventually all of this will be consumed with with the worst, you know. Oh, no, I don't mind
0: that getting I I want this this I would be more uh sympathetic like to the flame. Like right. I want these 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 individual not bird people on a long enough timeline where they will continuously re repurpose because of cycles. Mm-hmm. But these individual baby birds, I want them to die. <laughs> yeah. Um so like I want I want to <laughs> toss them like a hacky sack. Like I'll,
1: I'll make that a ringtone for everybody. These baby yes. birds I want them to die.
0: I want them to die. Um <laughs> Yeah, they, they, they deserve to be... Their, their guts are on the outside, man. Yeah,
1: yeah no, I know. I'm, I'm this not is the worst
0: adventure in babysitting, like... <laughs> <laughs>
1: um. <laughs> and for more of those, uh, listen to uh, Radio Free May World, where we talk about the worst babysitter ever. Mm. Um, yeah. Uh, David writes in, um, saying, after completing the average to below-average DLC, as far as the Soulsborne ser- series go goes, um, I had to look up online how to access the PvP uh, PvP portion that I heard so much about. Seeing the sort of deathmatch options seemed like it would be a lot of fun, but I quickly realized eh, not so much. The 1v1 fights are okay if you don't have a laggy connection, but the 3v3 and 4v4 are absolutely no fun at all in my opinion. I thought I was supposed to be in some sort of team deathmatch, uh, but I could not figure out uh, who was on my team and who wasn't. It was just gank squads spawn killing you over and over again, um, and me getting more and more frustrated. Bringing back, bringing back to the exact reason why I stopped playing Call of Duty and Battlefield. I feel like this was just another shitty experience of online griefing, and I get way too angry to have uh, to have any fun with it. Uh, I do enough dying in PV, uh, PvE, so why would I want to subject myself to even uh, to an even less fair uh, amount of gank squad bullshit? Yeah,
0: I, it's hard for me to speak to it um yeah, since i didn't just, uh i didn't do i don't do pvp i think that it might be something where it's better if it's uh engaged you yes. know like or like not engaged, uh boy I'm sleepy. <laughs> uh, i
1: sleepy like i know what planned. you mean like, like, like yeah, yeah like yeah. if you like, like like almost like a fight club thing like it's giving you infrastructure yeah. to 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 kind of go into the same you know organized kind of kind of thing as opposed to as opposed to playing with puppies right mm-hmm. yeah it sounded like That's, i said uh, puppies i meant puppies
0: yeah puppy puppies uh noobs yeah um pub stop pub stomps
1: you know? <laughs> no <laughs> that introduces the idea of pup stomps and i don't like that yeah. one yeah,
0: pup yeah well listen baby puppies look like they're inside out they're disgusting
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah um, i want that i want to put the put them in a box and set them on fire
0: yeah
1: well, <laughs> i got sad yeah sorry
0: yeah uh, <laughs> the um but yeah it is uh i think that is meant for organizing fight clubs Yep. um you know, and if you're just can kind of dropping in, like maybe it won't work. I don't know that to be true, though. So I, I haven't messed around with it. Um, Some people have expressed some disappointment that we don't talk about PvP stuff more, but like, I'm just not. I'm just not into it. I, yeah, I just you know we're, yeah. we're
1: we're the wrong we're the wrong folks intrinsically. Yeah, like that's why we bring yeah. in experts. You know, or well, people and, who are into.
0: Totally. Yeah, Like the, we bring in when we talk about it. We bring in people who do it, and then also I think that uh, there's a lot of that out there. Yeah. You know, like you can. uh go and find like there are people like damn no html i keep talking about in this season he's really yeah. good mm-hmm. as far as uh pvp yeah. people like that's it's all over youtube
1: yeah it, it's also a format thing like it's all over youtube because visual stuff makes sense for pvp here we just have stories and you know abstract discussions about like mechanics and stuff and our approach is more uh more geared toward uh talking about the narrative right mm-hmm. yeah yeah that is us <laughs> so, um, there, so there's no sense in even trying <laughs> well, I mean we
0: we, Our give, it job is every, we <laughs> yeah. give it a little bit of a shot every we give it a little shot every season. Yeah. And, and the, if it ever like if it actually grabbed me, I'm not gonna purposely resist it. Like oh, if no, I was ever yeah. like, this is great, then like I would probably play it. Mm-hmm. You know, it just it just doesn't work for me. Yeah. In a way that I don't feel equipped to like seriously criticize. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Um Laughlin uh says by contact. Uh I think that Ash is a very on fun. But it's also the first non-Great Souls DLC. It struck me as an area that would have been much better at home as a Bloodborne expansion. And token references to Sullivan aside, it feels completely disconnected from the main game and asks more questions than it answers. Why is there one normal Dark Souls 3 Corvian at the beginning, and then the rest of them have crow heads? If Sullivan was born here, why is India Corvian? Why are uh, two different brands of warriors trapped here? Maybe if I poke around, I would have found uh, the answers to these questions, but this is the first time in my history with Souls games that I didn't care enough to bother. However, contrary to popular opinion, I do like the Free Day uh, slash Ariandel boss fight. I think multi-phase boss fights in Souls are generally a mistake, but this is one uh, the only example in Dark Souls 3 that I actually enjoyed. I can see why other people hate it, but the first two phases are so short and easy that it's not much of a pain to deal with them. More importantly, Ariandel breaking out of his chains and that music kicking in at the beginning of phase two is the only moment in Dark Souls three, uh, a Dark Souls three boss fight that had any emotional effect on me at all. So ho-hum DLC for a ho-hum, ho-hum final entry in the Dark Souls series. I still hope the final DLC can redeem that game for me, but I'm not holding my breath. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, you know, it's, it's a mostly, you know, mostly agreed. I didn't like that boss fight, but I, if you enjoyed it, like that's powerful, you know, like yeah. just your experience is a thing. Like it doesn't have to be, you know, you had fun with it and that is a powerful real thing.
1: Yeah. And and yeah. also like the, the, you know, a good deal of that kind of case for those for, for that boss fight, those boss fights, whatever it may be. Um, I agree. Like the like the aesthetics are very, very good. Yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah. It is a it is amazing. It's just kind of weird that the aesthetics are not tied into the phase thing, you yeah. know, but in Dark Souls 3 and, and its associated DLC like these multi-phase game bosses tend to have the strongest aesthetics. Yeah. You know. Um which is kind of strange. Like you look at you go into the the Aldrix uh a boss arena and there's no po- prompt or circumstance or or you know, uh, a dialogue or anything. Mm -hmm. You know, there's no phase change. There's no nothing. It's just one health bar. You just fight that boss and the boss dies and that's it. Yeah. Whereas like once you get to like Nameless King and Princes and Soul of Cinder and Ariandel, like that's where the stuff, the presentation gets kicked up. But it's also where you have to fight a bunch of bosses (laughs) yeah you know it's a weird it's a weird i don't know what the relation is yeah like the correlation why there's that correlation
1: we're we're either going to get that in this um like in in the coming responses or maybe in some of the responses that didn't make the cut again so sorry if you don't it's just a time and space thing um but the idea that multi-phase boss fights as as (laughs) as a vehicle for story just because they Mm -hmm. can kind of show a rise and fall they have the opportunity to put in um you know cinematics and things i I don't think that you know necessarily necessarily needs to come with the extra health bar you know Mm -hmm. stuff like that but um i think that there is a possible happy medium in that that we're just not getting
0: the the happy medium is you don't have to fight the first phase more than once yep like you fight it you get to the end of it They shows you the cutscene, and then every time past that you don't fight the the first phase again yeah like that's that's the you know and just doing less of them like it's special in orange and smoke Right. Where like it happens, it's like, oh shit, you know, <laughs> but that's the only time in that game where that happens, right. you know, and that's, that's meaningful. Uh, you know, even you look at something like the four Kings, which is a uh, multi phase kind of, but they all share the same boss fight. They're they all same, same health bar. So it's actually used to your advantage. Yeah. You know, you're able to, so it just has to be rarer than this, mm-hmm. like something like a fifth of the bosses in dark souls three. Yeah. Uh, you know, have, have this thing, uh, and it's too much no longer special agreed so uh michael says uh by contact <clears throat> as i worked my way through the dlc the grave tender bosses didn't give me too much trouble with my build so i was feeling pretty good about myself then i hit frida and my pride cameth before my fall i summoned the npc helper but opted not to seek help from other people on my first attempt i struggled briefly with her first phase having issues with speedy enemies but didn't have much trouble with the second as i took out the father my wife came back into the room as she's uh, been casually watching me play these last few days. And I started bragging about how good I had gotten at this game. Right. As I finished patting myself on the back, I saw more dialogue on the screen. Uh, I figured it was free days dying comments or something. Uh, when I saw the new full health bar boss for Bra- black flame free day at the bottom, I panicked and grabbed my controller to tackle this third phase of the fight only to die in just a few hits.
1: <laughs> my wife
0: uh, just laughed and said, gotten good, huh? Uh, <laughs> as i sighed dejectedly and awaited my respawn shortly after i did summon player help and took her out because screw that trolling third phase and the lord vessel it rode in
1: on <laughs> that's funny <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's it's not the boss fight existing like that you know it's not worth that not, not that mm-hmm. funny but still yeah it's, f-
0: it's uh f- yeah it's it's kind of made for that kind of thing i think that's yeah, like yeah. the the ideal reaction that from would have wanted is somebody to get overconfident and put down the controller
1: yeah you know, there's just enough of a delay there too.
0: <clears throat> yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Sean writes. For sure. Yeah, Sean writes. Um, I'd like to camp out for a moment on the Sister Frida and Father Ari- Father Ariandel boss fight and talk about why I think it is bad. The fight tells a story and it certainly has a fair amount of spectacle, but the fight itself is a real slog. There's just too much here. The first phase with Sister Frida is solid and challenging. The second phase ramps up, ramps up the tension uh, and is about managing complete chaos. The third phase builds upon the first phase. While the phases individually are fine, altogether they become a grind, with each successive attempt feeling more tedious than the last. And while the phases separately are mechanically interesting, there is nothing novel about any, ph- any uh, single phase of the fight. Also, I just dislike refilling health bars. If a fight is going to be about endurance, then signpost my overall progress uh, from the start so that I can competently approach the challenge. This approach to boss design, more phases, more health bars, more stuff, is not interesting to me. The approach, uh, <laughs> This approach would suggest that the Lady Maria boss fight from Bloodborne uh, would be a better fight if the Living Failures boss fight occurred between her first and second phase. Not only is that not true, but it weakens the concept behind both fights by muddying the whole thing into this uber challenge that I'm not interested in. And that is how the Sister Frida and Father Ariandel fights feel to me mechanically. Overall, this feels like a response to an increasingly experienced player base uh, that is clamoring for more challenge. I think less is more. A novel design or interesting gimmick will always be more fun to me than a bloated remix of concepts. This fight is just another clear sign to me that From needs to step away from Dark Souls. Like the painter, they need a fresh canvas to work with. I wonder if Uncle Miyazaki found it, the Dark Soul of Man. Yeah, I think that a lot of people
0: see... You know, even people who are less harsh on this than we are um, see this as evidence of kind of being bereft of ideas.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, like there's lots of remixing going on
1: Yeah,
0: uh, in the and specifically in these bosses, which is kind of where like Souls games t- tend to shine,
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know, and even in the levels too, though, like every kind of part of this has been, you know, I think other than arguably like the snow part with the wolves, mm-hmm. like that is kind of a different articulation of a big open area, but nothing yeah. else is new. Like we've done something very similar to this village run up. Like I enjoyed it. It's my favorite section of the level, Yep. Uh, but it doesn't mean that it's actually new.
1: Yeah. You know, the, the, this, the, this whole idea of, you know, harder, better, faster, stronger, you, you know, reminds kiss me, me it, thrill me, kill me. <laughs> kiss me. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, reminds me. So there's this, there, there's this anecdote. So rock band, right. DLC mm-hmm. bands will license w- would have licensed their music to them. Um, except for Trent Reznor, with nine inch nails they brought a perfect drug to uh to, to to rock band as dlc very difficult song for a time one of the most difficult songs on drums in like the rock band one rock band two kind of era um mm. and trent reznor saw people like 100%ing a perfect drug on mm. you know just on youtube he saw videos and was like well fuck i'm not going to license any more music if people are just gonna like make like (laughs) if people are just gonna make a mockery of it by by you know just beating it so easily like nothing nothing else we can do would have any point being in this game if people could beat the hardest thing we've got or the most involved Mm. thing we've got which is a monumental missing of the point but this just reminds me of that a little sure i don't know yeah i wonder if that's a if that was so hard because it's a drum machine um, okay, yeah 100 uh, like it yeah is, probably it probably wasn't meant to be played by yeah people. it's 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 like <laughs> the, it's like the arpeggiations in uh in that freeze pop song like oh that yeah. is that is totally just a synth going through a pattern like you were not yeah. supposed to play that on a guitar of all things
0: yeah, yeah. It's, it's it's very that's my favorite uh song to do in that mm-hmm. you know that in that game but the the it's really fun once you get it yeah,
1: yeah um
0: but it's um yeah that that's kind of what it reminds me of and i've, I've been yeah i've been a broken record about that this whole season like yeah. just more is not interesting Um, so I am, I'm 100% with you. The, um, you know, when we do the next episode after the, uh, the next episode, when we actually talk about the end game, you know, it'd probably be a good time for you and I to kind of talk about what we do want to see (laughs) happen, not with the series, but with, from with these mystery games and like, whatever it is, it being away from this concept is very, you know, like I want the show to keep going. Like if they do bloodborne two, or if they do, you know, just a new thing Mm -hmm. that could have like a, a snarky, you know souls kind of like thing it's a a new take on it i could definitely get into it like i want that to happen i could also see them ditching it for something that allows for a better and bigger design space yeah
1: they just they just have to do something do something different so they're broken out of the escalation cycle
0: yeah, even then they just need to come up. They have to need to find a third, third way. There is no path.
1: Uh, <laughs> I, like, was, I wasn't intentionally invoking cycles in that. It's just like literally, they're you know the 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 accelerator is already pressed entirely to the floor. For for, for yeah. to, to my mind, there's there, there's yeah. always more. It can always be worse, but like, I just, I don't know how much more they can ring out of it. And people are yeah, probably saying, there's not much more you guys can get out of this podcast.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, well, like, have you played four? <laughs> um, it, so the, um, <clears throat> but yeah, I would like to see them, even if it is just a temporary thing to kind of refresh them. Yeah, yeah. You know, um, Ian says by contact, I know my, I knew my hopes were too high for this DLC. I just knew it. All the enemies have far, far too much health deal. Too much damage are just kind of boring. The story is interesting but kind of meaningless and answers no questions beyond where was Sullivan born. And the final <laughs> boss, oh God, the final boss. I thought the Nameless King was bad, and he is, but there is nothing but hatred in my heart for Frida. Uh, I was on my caster, not something I usually play, and it took me forever to kill stage one because each attack would wreck my shit. I finally beat her only to have uh, to fight her again with a big dumb chair guy. Um <laughs> Slam my head against the wall for a few hours. I hate you, and Dad. Fr-
1: get out of your chair.
0: <laughs> um, slam my head against uh, that wall for a few hours, and finally it breaks. Uh, relief washes over me as I slump down in my chair. I read Ariandel's speech about Ash thinking that this uh, stupid boss was finally oper- over. Then Frida stands back up again, and another health bar appears. I didn't last two seconds. I stared at the screen in disbelief long enough uh, that even my cat started to get worried. Uh, who thought this was a good idea? It's all the worst stereotypes of Dark Souls in one boss fight, and it's just hard to be hard. I finally beat it somehow, but it is, in my mind, one of the worst boss fights in video game history. I love the show. Sorry for writing a novel in the contact section. No problem. This is about average
1: for... (laughs) <laughs> don't um, don't don't worry about it so again um uh, kind of this the, this running theme of uh me putting these things in the uh in the responses or you know picking mm-hmm. this response thinking like yeah this does play into like the worst stereotypes about the thing and then we totally covered that so really yeah. we are we are simpatico ian yeah,
0: yeah we're on the same same kind of thing the, the the people who love this the fuck you part uh i'm not saying that they have to be considerate necessarily but there is you know a lot of people who literally just feel like they just got told to fuck off yeah, you know, people who are just like, man, I can't believe they did that. That's man, I can't. Those guys that got me real good. <laughs> and then there are also the people who are just like, fuck you, in like a real way, uh-huh. you know, like that's a thing too. Like I'm too defeated to feel things about.
1: Oh yeah, uh, yeah. we're about we're, the, about these bosses. We're but we're, the, we're uh, paced on the pavement, like we're ground. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I have to, I have to, you know, get through it regardless. But like the. You know, th- there is, I can totally see this kind of like that relief, the idea that this is subverting that sense of relief, like actually being hurtful, mm-hmm. you know, like taking this thing that is actually a moment of joy and, and stepping on it. Yeah. You know,
1: I, um, I didn't laugh in the middle of that because of anything Ian wrote, but when he said, where was Sullivan born, all I got think of is how is Sullivan born? I'm sorry. Yeah, how is, how, was, how is Sullivan formed? How is Sullivan
0: formed? How is yeah. Sullivan formed? yeah how did until i get pregnant
1: yeah <laughs> And five hours in that is the most that i could offer <laughs> yeah
0: no, it's okay i thought i i could also tell that i'm loopy because him just saying he beat his head against the wall until it opened i was like go <laughs> <laughs> why it's not a joke or anything i just uh, it's
1: a very gory image
0: yeah i just uh, just like <laughs> that caused a reaction i'm tired and hungry um yeah uh
1: and finally here uh, Nick writes in uh, with, with a positive thing. In the final fight of the DLC, I felt that the opening words by Elfrida and Ariandel and the grief and rage by Ariandel over her death is beautifully portrayed, and it had me utterly blown away. Not since the maiden from Demon Souls have I felt such a deep pathos for my opponent, um, and it stands uh, in my mind as one of the best moments in Souls. This brings up the fact that the multi-phase boss fights of Dark Souls 3 allow a story to be told through the fight itself, a very interesting idea and something that uh, was previously done uh, before and after the fight. While I understand your reluctance to embrace this from a gameplay perspective, it bothers me too. uh, I do think this new form is a worthy footnote in the Soulsverse. On the other uh, note, I'm sorry, on one other note, I really appreciated that they went for a more subtle and desolate form of beauty instead of the overblown opulence of an abundance of candelabras and statuary. Uh, as a result, the sorrow and desolation of the Corvian village uh, had a much stronger sense of atmosphere for me than almost any other area in dark souls three. Now I have to go feed some chickens. Umbasa. Um, is that a euphemism, Nick?
0: Yeah. I, don't, I don't <laughs> mean, it's, Somebody's got to feed the chickens. Yeah. Um, the the parts that you're saying that you like about it, we also really liked about it. Yeah. So like those story things, like I specifically call out Ariandel's like rage over her death and stuff. Like that's fantastic. Yeah. Like I'm totally with you as a it's just I it's either one, uh, then the question becomes like could you accomplish that without the multi phasing?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Two, is the the gameplay considerations of the multi phasing worth what you're buying? Yeah. yeah. You know, is that a, is that a good cost for what you're losing by making me have to see it like skip it a thousand times, you know? Mm-hmm. If, if they are correlated, it becomes a thing where the better the cutscene, the more likely I am to skip it a thousand times because it, it's yep. going to be associated with these death bosses.
1: Yeah.
0: You know, and that's that's kind of a bummer to me. So, but those things that you're pointing out as being great, like I think are great too. Yeah, like, we. You know, again, maybe best voice performance of, of you know, <laughs> uh, Rise Such as Our Curse. And then Ariadne freaking out are the yeah. two, uh, two contenders uh, right now.
1: Can't downplay the animation either. Like the, like, like the, the, all, the near branding of garments that he does when that, uh, sure. when, when that happens is, uh, is fantastic. Like it is, it is a very, very affecting scene. Yeah. Love it.
0: Yeah. So it's a really, really good scene. Um, yeah. And thanks everybody, uh, for your thoughts. If you have thoughts about the endgame. Uh, now is the time to send them in to DuckFeed.tv forward slash contact. Yep. So to uh, specify, I always say this at the end of seasons, and I, it's still worth repeating, though. Um, we're not looking for reviews of Dark Souls 3. Nope. Uh, so this is going to be things, uh, wrap-ups about the endings, uh, things about the Soul of Cinder. Mm-hmm. Um, also, any NPCs that we missed along the way, we're going to do a kind of our NPC wrap-up. I think we missed uh, Leonard. Uh, somewhere in there so we have to talk about him yeah um so uh anything like that we missed uh please send mm-hmm. that into to TV forward slash contact
1: you have like two days as you're hearing this based uh, based on when we have planned to record that mm-hmm. episode so uh sooner rather than later we'll put out the call for responses um as usual but um you know please understand there might not be an awful lot of opportunities to uh to get to follow up on this if you're hearing this
0: this is your reminder
1: yeah to do it
0: so we've already sent it out on social media mm-hmm. time to do it um, yeah, and we wanna hear from you uh, after that the uh the season off season starts anew it's gonna be a lovely mix of indie games and soul's likes and uh dark souls content as we wait for the second dlc to get announced yeah um thank you you know hopefully you'll join us i know sometimes people don't like the off seasons as much but uh you know there's a reason why we're picking these games they have something to do with dark souls Mm -hmm. uh you know maybe you'd like them too. expand your horizons yeah um check out uh these non-souls games
1: it's something to do while you wait because that is exactly what we're doing it's something we do while we wait
0: well it's that but also (laughs) like some of my favorite episodes that we've done for the the show have been in there oh for sure like I, i you know I think you know we are the only people who have done a long-form examination of Kingfield Four, yeah. You know, or Shadow Tower Two, you know, things mm-hmm. like that. Like, yeah. I'm very proud of the offseason stuff that
1: we've done. I'm taking a dismissive tone because they are too. Possible. <laughs> <it's> yeah. <laughs> you've created a
0: straw man in your head that I get yeah to. yeah I, i've done that before
1: yeah, <laughs> yeah. no but, um, but, but, but i guess what i'm saying is that like there, there is stuff there and uh if you've skipped to the previous off seasons like they're there you can go find them hear us talk about berserk here's talk about Kingsfield 4 which is amazing i listened to that soundtrack on the reg you should too
0: yeah it's very good yeah
1: um yeah.
0: So um, please join us for that. If you like the show, you can support it by going to Patreon. If you go to patreon.com forward slash DuckFeedTV, mm-hmm. um, you can see all the things we have on offer. Um, you get things for supporting us. It is not uh, simply a hole you put money into like those fuckos.
1: Um, it is.
0: <laughs> <laughs> like, Jeez. Oh, uh, well, I man. Like, that, that, that shit's bullshit. I, I,
1: oh, like, oh I, no. Okay. Sorry. I thought I, I didn't realize you were doing a Cards Against Humanity thing. I I, I thought you were like talking about some other Patreon. <laughs>
0: Oh, no, no. <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, no, 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 I, I was specifically talking about the holiday money hole okay. uh, thing, because nihilism is cool, huh? Um, especially now. Yeah, like, it's, it's, it's especially it's now. Time money
1: and also when it's a stunt that just draws attention to you. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, this is not clever marketing, like everything you've ever done that appears to be charitable. Yeah, Um, man, the the story I found on Facebook about that, the comments of it. Like somebody's like, this is just like a, this is a stupid nihilistic waste of money. And someone's like, how is it a waste? They're paying construction workers. And it's like, you can go to hell forever. (laughs) Like this is like, uh, that is so silly. Uh, that is such a disingenuous argument. Anywho. Uh, so don't throw your money in a hole, uh, throw your money to us. Or, you know, uh, if you don't want to throw money to us, you can also rate and review the show. You can tell people about it. Um, there are lots of ways you can, uh, positively support us if you'd like to check out the other shows. Absolutely um until next time
1: uh it's almost over it's a yes
0: yeah uh, that, that that's that's a little bit yeah, um, it's, 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 my, it, yeah.
1: It, it is a little bit yeah no it's yeah. It just
0: l- i got you we're at hour five i'm tired <laughs> um but it is uh we will uh we still like doing the show yep. and we are looking forward. like i'm really looking forward to this off season and yep. uh even despite all appearances really looking forward to dlc too me so. too yep
1: um no, i take Boston. it back i'm just i'm just raw right now the it's I
0: mean we have been talking for hours. It's it's very tiring. So five hours, like we, we guessed it is we're hitting the five hour mark now, so <laughs> All right.
1: Good night. Good night. And we all pray that we will have far more
0: soon.